for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Monday, February 28th. Lots of news today, Paul. There must be a couple conferences happening. Well, yep, it's BMO Mining uh, Metals and Mining Conference this week. Yeah, that's where you're at. I'm off to Salt Lake City for the SME conference. So uh, we got a lot of news to get to, so we just need to jump right in. After trading up to as high as 1976 per ounce early on Thursday, gold fell off a cliff to as low as 1880, as the possibility of escalation of the Russia-Ukrainian tensions seemed to erase. Gold closed out last week at 1890, but was trading at 1913 early Sunday evening. Silver similarly spiked up late last week to as high as $25.70 per ounce, but then fell also off a cliff to as low as $23.90 before settling the week at $24.30. It was trading up to $24.47 early Sunday evening. The Mining Stock Journal noted that for now, the directional trading in the precious metals will be dictated by the realities and perceptions of realities in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Interestingly, the mining stocks largely ignored the volatile swings in the metals on Thursday and Friday. On Friday, the GDX actually closed higher than its Thursday close and nearly 1% above its closing price last Wednesday, despite the fall in gold and silver. The Mining Stock Journal commented that the mining stocks continue to be historically cheap relative to the prices of gold and silver, and especially relative to all other financial assets. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment. First, a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With a robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-tracked construction and production. You can find a list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Orca Gold entered into a definitive agreement with Perseus Mining, under which Perseus will acquire all of the issued and outstanding common shares of Orca. Holders of Orca shares that are not already owned by Perseus have been offered uh, 0.56 Perseus shares for every Orca share held. Based on Perseus's closing price on February 25th, the offer implies consideration of $0.896 Canadian per Orca share, representing a premium of 62.9% to the last closing price of Orca. Total considerations to be paid by Perseus is $215 million Canadian, including that $17 million in cash paid to acquire its initial 15% equity interest. Orca Gold trades on the TSX Venture with ORG. Perseus trades on the ASX and TSX with PRU. In Africa, Ivanhoe Mines issued a feasibility study update for its Platte Reef PGM project in South Africa, featuring a steady-state production of 5.2 million tonnes per year, an accelerated ramp-up through the earlier development of Shaft 2, and a new phase development pathway to fast-track Platte Reef into production by the September quarter of 2024. Annual forecast production will be more than 590,000 ounces of palladium, platinum, rhodium and gold, plus more than £40 million of nickel and copper. 
the project will yield an after-tax net present value of 1.7 billion US dollars at an 8% discount rate and an internal rate of return of 18.5% at long-term consensus metals prices, rising to 29.3% at current spot metal prices. Ivanhoe Mines trades on the TSX under IVN and on the OTCQX under IVPAF. Philo Mining said diversified miner BHP will invest $100 million Canadian into the company to advance the Philo del Sol project in San Juan, Argentina. BHP will buy 6.3 million shares at a 12% premium of $15.95 in a private placement to own about 5% of Philo. For Philo, the money represents the next leg of funding to rapidly expand exploration plans. Drilling this year will be a combination of step-out holes to further test the extent of the sulfide mineralized zones and resource definition holes to provide a better understanding of the deposit geology and grade distribution. Philo is planning to have eight drills active by the end of the month. Philo Mining trades on the TSX under FIL and on the OTCQX under FLMMF. In Canada, Foreign Mining announced a feasibility study on its expanded and rescoped initial mine plan for its Mattelvena Bay project in Saskatchewan for 4,200 tonnes per day operation with an 18.4 year mine life. The underground mine would produce an average of 38.8 million pounds of copper, 63.6 million pounds of zinc, 20,000 ounces of gold and 486,000 ounces of silver or 72.8 million pounds of copper equivalent over the first 15 years following an initial capital cost of 368 million Canadian dollars. The project would yield a base case after-tax internal rate of return of 22% at a $3.50 per pound copper price and $1.20 per pound zinc price, increasing to 38% at spot prices, with a payback of 2.2 years. McElvena Bay has a probable mineral reserve of 25.7 million tonnes, grading 2.51% copper equivalent, and foreign is targeting being a carbon neutral mine with ore to be moved using battery electric vehicles. Foreign mining trades on the TSXV under FOM and on the OTCQX under FMCXF. Torex Gold Resources announced an updated mineral resource estimate for the Media Luna Gold Project in Guerrero, Mexico, which now hosts a gold equivalent indicated resource of 4.39 million ounces, grading 5.38 grams per ton. It's a 24% increase in contained metal compared with the April 2021 estimate. 60% of the estimate is attributable to gold, 33% to copper, and the remainder to silver. With a $19 million exploration budgeted for Media Luna this year, the company expects infill drilling to upgrade additional resources and step out drilling to expand the overall resource endowment. Some 80 holes from the 2021 program are yet to be included in the resource estimate. Torex Gold Resources trades on the TSX under TXG. Northwest Copper announced that drilling at the Quanica deposit in British Columbia, Canada intersected more high-grade copper gold mineralization with highlights of 280 meters grading 1.08% copper equivalent including 80 including 13.85 meters grading 4.16% copper equivalent in hole 220 and 227.6 meters grading 0.82% copper equivalent in hole 222. The company said drilling showed the consistency of the high-grade core at Quanica, within which are zones of much higher grade. 
Results from step-out drilling at Quinica and the nearby Stardust deposit are pending. A preliminary economic assessment is planned for later this year. Northwest Copper trades on the TSXV under NWST and on the OTCQX under NWCCF. Arizona Snore and Copper announced a positive review of the jurisdictional waters on the company's recently rezoned LKY, Arcus, and Merrill areas of the United States Army Corps of Engineers. As a result, all future permitting processes at its Cactus Mine Development in Arizona will continue to be driven by state and county levels. USACE determined that the mine is not located within the jurisdictional waters of the United States and therefore does not require a federal permit under Section 404 of the Clean Water Act. The company said that the determination state and county are the only remaining permits needed to reopen the Cactus Mine. The company is working on a pre-feasibility study as we speak. Arizona Snorin Copper Trades on the TSX under ASCU. District Metals reported assay results for the remaining 11 drill holes from the Phase 2 drill program at the high-grade polymetallic Tomtebo Tom property located at the Bergeslagen Mining District in south-central Sweden. Some 5,000 metres were drilled in 11 holes, with highlights of 30 metres grading 10.9% zinc equivalent in hole 28 in the Stephensburg zone. The company said this intersection shows a zonation from intense string of sulphide veining in the stratigraphic footwall, followed by a thick interval of massive sulphide, which is in turn overlain by relatively weakly mineralized hanging wall rocks. District Metals trades on the TSXV under DMX. Heliostar Metals shared maiden drilling results from its Kumaro project in Mexico. Gold mineralization has encountered in 10 of the 11 drill holes from the Verde target, including 0.89 grams per ton gold equivalent over 8.1 meters and 1.87 grams per ton gold equivalent over 1.15 meters. Verde is the first of five prospects which will be drill tested during this campaign. Assays are pending for five remaining drill holes at Verde and six holes at the Dos Amigos and Palmita Vein corridors. Heliostar trades on the TSXV with HSTR and on the OTCQX with HSTXF. And finally, Solaris Resources reported assay results from a series of additional holes from mineral resource growth drilling at its Barinza project in Ecuador. In fact, drilling has returned the highest grades reported to date from the northeast extension, including 100 metres of 1.64% copper equivalent from 50 metres depth, within a broader interval of 852 metres of 0.56% copper equivalent. Other results reported were 906 metres of 0.53% copper equivalent, 817 metres of 0.6% copper equivalent, and a full list of drill results will be found on this morning's news release. Solaris Resources trades on the TSX under SLS and on the OTCQB under SLSSF. I uh, told you there's lots of news out there. A lot. There's a lot of news out. So we got to wrap things up. That concludes today's morning briefing. The Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Until later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.